and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show on a football Friday, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Want to remind you about the good folks at Bullfrog Spas, the unheard of Black Friday pricing Custom order the Bullfrog Spa of your dreams and save up to $6,000 off MSRP on the popular A-Series models. Want a hot tub sooner? A limited number of inventory spas are available today only. That's today, Black Friday, uh, and uh, they go fast. So check them out. Bullfrog Factory Stores in Salt Lake, Orem, Harriman, North Ogden, Layton, Springville, Logan, and Bluffdale. Coach Mack, Lemma Harrington, Gordon Monson. Jake Scott, let's uh, let's get to the Utes, Coach. Okay. Uh, so we finally saw the Utes. So play. I think we had eight eight freshmen that saw considerable time mm-hmm. in the in the opening game. Okay. Uh, How many on the offensive line? Any of those guys offensive? Well, line? I think on the offensive line, the right the right guard, the kid from Porter Canyon, back off a of mission. Yeah. So he's he is really and he he was hurt last year. Okay. Okay. And. The center has been a three-year starter, and then Miley plays behind him, and he got some. And Miley would be a redshirt sophomore, I think, at this time. And now the left tackle is is the the kid from L.A. that's been there, Nick Ford. Nick Ford. Yep. And and then the uh, the line is a pretty veteran group. Yeah, really. that's some experience yeah, right there. No, that that should that actually is the is the should be the strength of the team is that and their tight ends, you know. But they didn't for some reason in this game the tight end was not really featured. Gordon, that was something that stood out to you too, and in the line didn't play particularly well. At least no, no they, neither one of us. Thought well, they that. had they had a lot of trouble with movement. Yeah. And uh, the speed of the game, you know, and I know that that uh, I had texted Jim Harding yesterday for wishing him a happy Thanksgiving, and and he texted me back said I'm still at the office. <laughs> so, so I said I and I said that's a good answer, Jim. <laughs> so 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 Mac, let me ask you a question because. Keithy is a guy that you expect to, to just tear teams apart, right? I mean, he's really, really good. And when a team, uh, did they shut him down? And if they did shut him down, why aren't weren't the Utes capable of making them pay for, for committing extra resources to doing that? Well, I think w- once they looked at their film, they see all the mistakes that they've made. Oh, we should have done this. We should have done this. We should have done this, you know. And I think they were bracketing Keefe, yeah. And so he was, he was, uh, he was kind of like they would use one backer to kind of to kind of carry him, and then they pick him, pick 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 him up with the with the safety. But they were kind of playing an inside out type coverage on him, and I and they were playing the other two two or three receivers man to man. Most of the time, because they're a man, they're a man coverage team, so they're going to say, "Well, if you can beat if you can beat our guys in man coverage, go ahead," and then 
they were because of, because they were able to play a lot of man coverage and bracket the tight end, then the running lanes should be there. And my feeling is with with running backs, I never like to play with two or three running backs. I like to play with two guys. One guy get 90% of it mm-hmm. and the other guy get – because usually the great running backs, the more reps you yeah, give them – Yeah, they need 20 touches. They need, the more reps you give them, the better they get. Mm-hmm. And because they kind of get warmed up, they get used to seeing what they're seeing, and then all of a sudden at those little holes that were there at the beginning, now they become huge in the fourth quarter. And Utah traditionally – has really been a good fourth quarter team, and usually those really good running backs have all of a sudden, instead of the crease being mm-hmm. at 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 six, five or six, it would be now twenty. So, Lima, which one of those backs would you go with? Well, out of that group? Yeah. What do you think, Mac? I don't know. Uh, I don't know that anybody necessarily stood out. The, the the kid that the Ty Jordan, he, the freshman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. His running style, I like the best out well, of that group well he was the guy i liked the best because he really has a burst yeah and he's he's a uh, he's got he's got a lot of speed into the hole and he's got a, a lot of acceleration coming out of the hole in yeah. other words he 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 can see it and and i call get it and go yeah hit and he's the got jets. yeah he's got the uh, get it and go mentality and it's going to take more than one guy to bring him he doesn't go down first contact right so I, I would say out of that group, you, you go with Jordan. This is I'm, I'm with you, Coach, on this. It, it's frustrating for the running back group, I think, when you have more than two guys getting touches, yeah. getting reps. So there, And so there, there's four guys they really like. They're yeah. all, all four of them are good players. Yeah. But you, it's, it's, it's impossible to give four guys reps. I That's mean, a, it's a rhythm position. Right. And it's it's about running that same play, and, and just like you said, the guy that's you know, there's guys like like Moss, right? And you watch him run, and you go, oh man, he's gonna break one here, you know? You can just tell, you know? Yeah. Maybe he picks up three yards, maybe he picks up six, maybe he picks up three, then he picks up seven. But you you look at it, and you're watching it, and you're like, man, he's gonna break one of these yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, one of the, right. Or, yeah, so somebody's gonna get a little tired. Yeah, their combination's gonna get a little better. It's kind of like. This this kid that plays at BYU, the the big back, what's his name? The, Algier. The, yeah, Algier. Algier now is a slasher. Yeah. You know, and and he's a rep guy. Give give the guy reps. Yeah. Because I tell you, he hits it, hits it, and then all of a sudden, because he's a strong kid, I mean, he's a downhill tough guy, and he'll break a tackle, and all of a sudden he'll be up for thirty. Yeah. Because, and and, uh, you know, I did I. I give, I give that guy the reps until uh, until he couldn't walk. Yeah, and then I'd say, okay, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and take a take a couple of yeah take a couple of times out, and we're gonna put you back in the game, and it ask uh, how many times you want to carry the ball, son. <laughs> say, if you carry, hey, if we give the ball thirty times to you. You're going to have 220 yards. Yeah. You want that or you don't want it? Yeah. And then the dude says, yeah, yeah. feed me the ball. Yeah. Well, the, the way I see it, Olim, is they probably need to pick between uh, Wilmore and Brumpfield because those they're, they're similar and they're kind of more bruising mm-hmm. styles, a little bit more in the Zach Moss mold. Yeah. And then I think you use the, the freshman, Ty Jordan, as yeah. your, your, your change feature. your pace guy, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your guy that can come well, in and make a big I, play. Like I, I, to, to me, 
you still you pick two guys. Right. You know, pick two. Yeah, pick two guys, and and let those guys, un- unless they get hurt, the other guys aren't 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 coming in. When I played at BYU, I I never saw time until the end of the game. Right. Because I was the third running back. So unless we were in a a, a goal line situation, short yardage situation where I came in as a blocking back, I'm not touching the ball. But but that's just that's a given because those other guys need those reps. And why 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 is that? You guys think that because you know who I think of when you were saying what you said earlier about a back will get two yards and then he'll get eight yards and then he'll get one yard and then he'll get fifty yards yeah Barry Sanders was that way and I'm not comparing these guys to him yeah because he's one of the best running backs I've ever seen but that that's exactly right what you guys were saying back about feeding the guy and I don't know what it is about it but I don't know what that rhythm is that you're talking about uh how, how that's achieved but it's noticeable this is this would be my response to that and, and Barry using Barry as Sanders as the example that you to to stop Barry Sanders, you're going to have to play him pretty close to perfectly, yeah. and you might be able to do that a few times, but you're not going to be able to do that six plays in a row or six runs in a row. And somewhere between carry six and carry eighteen, there's going to be a, a forty-yard run. So, so I I had a guy that played for me that played with Barry Sanders, right? And he said there was a no there was a no touch policy. If anybody touched Barry Sanders in practice, in practice, the guy automatically got cut. I love it. Out. He said, "He said, you want to know what the cut policy here is? What's the cut policy? If you hit Barry Sanders in practice, you're cut." See now, now I think I know who you're talking about, and he was a pretty high-profile guy himself, and that and that, that play great. applied to him too. Uh, or, or you know the George Hallis story? Ah, okay. So I got <laughs> I got my guy I played with in college. He's he's playing for the Bears. He's a team captain of the Bears, right? Offensive guard. So the old man he always had a a, a water bottle on the sideline, right? And so my guys my guys out there he's says he's telling the the the, the kid on side, hey, I need some water. And and the, and the guy says, "Oh my God, give, just give me some of the old man's water, right?" <laughs> and the kid said, "I can't do that." He said, "He said, you know, I won't use the word he used because." And this guy's a veteran, you know. Uh-huh. He said, "Just give me the old man's water." It was straight whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, uh, he says, "He said, I opened a bottle. He said, I drink a big cup, and I could." <laughs> the old, man, the old man's water bottle was whiskey. <laughs> That's quite the surprise, I'm sure, when you're going for refreshing oh, cold yeah, water. Yeah. Thirsty. Get a gulp of old Harper. I'm yeah. sure it. Uh... Yeah, he 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 told, he told me that story, and I I laughed. And, and there were more more stories. Uh, and George, when George Hallis owned the Bears, you know, oh, yeah. game, and, and uh, I forget who the quarterback was, but when this kid was yeah. a ru- this kid was a rookie, right? So they go to San Francisco to play, and they kept they kept him out of out of the city at some place, and and Hallis is uh, either his brother or his son was in, responsible for bed check, right? Yeah, and so the my guy. The quarterback said, 
you go sleep in my bed. <laughs> and, and, and so when they come around for head count to, and put the covers over your head, and this guy, these guys used to go down the side of the building, yeah. you know, and go into the city. <laughs> And then, down the side of the building. It's a covert operation. And when this kid was a rookie, he said, I had no choice because if I didn't do it, you know, everybody be down on me. So I had to cover both bed checks, his bed check and my bed check, <laughs> while this guy's in the city partying. <laughs> That Coach, would be I, tricky getting I, from one room to the other. <laughs> I, I got one more question about the, the University of Utah. Okay. Because, again, this COVID thing, unprecedented situations across the board. Right. I mean, there will never be another year where you will play an opponent and you have not played a game and they've already played two. Right. Even if they play in a kickoff classic or whatever, this, you, you will still be – maybe they played one game but you haven't played – was how noticeable was that to you? Oh, it was, in that game but, against USC. Well, the thing is noticeable because you you can't show this kind of speed you're going to see on Saturday mm-hmm. in practice, and and Utah is very careful how they practice. They, their practices are not necessarily always real physical because they're real conscious of 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 keeping their players healthy, keeping everybody sharp, and. and and preparing mentally, but you you can't prepare for the speed without without seeing the speed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here comes the speed, and these guys are moving a, a lot faster than what you've seen in practice, and then it doesn't correlate. And uh, and I thought defensively, I thought Utah played pretty well, you know. But when you have four turnovers or five, right? You know, uh, you're probably not going to win a game. Yeah. And and. They gave SC a bunch of opportunities in in positive, with a positive field, you know, and I didn't think, I didn't think the quarterback from SC looked real sharp. I thought he looked okay, but not real sharp. And a lot of people now are playing zone against spread, and they're having, you know, they're dropping eight and rushing three. Or dropping seven and rushing four, but everybody's playing zone. The only time that Utah really got burnt is when they went man on about the eleven yard line on third down. Yeah, yep. third down, and they, then they run that little, a little inside dig route because the 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 uh, the the corner is supposed to be playing inside out, but for some reason, you know, he got he got beat on the slant route. But he's supposed to take. You know, you're playing man on the goal line. You got to force everything to the sideline. Or you know where you're throwing over the top. Don't give them that quick, that little quick. You're because you know. when you say speed, you can't prepare for yourself for the speed. We're not just talking about the burner speed. We're talking about the speed off the uh, line of scrimmage. Absolutely. Like you think, oh man, I've been I've been jamming these guys all yeah, week in yeah. practice, but then you go up against the, a guy that's got some speed and quickness, right. and and he's off the line before you get your you know chance to jam him. You're jamming air. And the, the one the one D lineman, the kid from Alaska. Who was a heavyweight wrestler in high school, and a, and a, uh, uh, and he moved from Alaska to, to Oregon, I think, for his last for his senior year, and I can remember because my son-in-law was coaching at SC, and I was, I was at a rec- one of the recruiting parties after a game there. He and his parents were there. They're Polynesian people from Alaska, and so I, they knew me, I knew them. So I had I sat and had dinner with them. We talked about what they're going to do about school and about this kid, right? And and the kid, 
the kid was, you know, way legit guy. And mm. he and he played for him from from his freshman year, and he was a guy who made all the all the plays inside because the guy's a beast now. You know, I mean, he's he uh, he probably could have gone out with with the with the other kid yeah. from from uh, Bingham this this last year, but he he stayed there. But his parents were really conscious of the kid's education, hmm. really conscious because uh, they. The dad worked worked really hard to make a living in Alaska. I mean, he, you know, it's it's, you know, I don't know if you've been up to Alaska, but that's a that's a that's a tough that's a tough place to make a living up there for people, and and uh, and so they both he and his wife both they did a great job with this with this kid, and and uh, and obviously he's become a really good player. Hmm. All right, coming up right around the corner, we're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, we're curious to get both of your thoughts on the first college football playoff rankings, where BYU came in there. We still have to talk about Utah-Washington, which is now a uh, Austin a 5.30 kickoff tomorrow, I believe. It's been moved around a little bit. Uh, we will get to that. We'll talk to Tom all straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Representing the red and blue, this is Football Fridays with Alema Harrington and Ron McBride on The Big Show. Presented by Stonehaven Dental on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it's The Big Show on a Football Friday. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Coach Mack, Alema Harrington. We're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. We're going to get to uh, BYU and the college football playoff rankings in a moment. But Tom is joining us once again. It's uh, I'm Friday. asking Coach. Coach, what kind of pie do you have? Oh, what, oh! I had a non a sugar-free pudding pie. Nice. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, it was really good. Right. Yeah, and they put it and it has, it has a special crust that has no sugar in it. Yeah, it's delicious. Gluten-free. Well, just gluten-free. Sugar-free. 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 Let's not get crazy here. Okay. Yeah. I have I have four children and. My wife and three of my four children are celiac disease, mm-hmm. which is real yeah. gluten-free. So we always have gluten-free. Yeah, Used to it. I can't handle it. It's not my favorite. Well, let's talk uh, about what's going on today. Obviously, Black Friday deals everywhere with the holiday season. I mean, this is where uh, you uh, come out with your best deals, right, Tom? It's our best deals. The 899 Queen, it's a $3,000 adjustable bed. We're doing it for $899. We'll deliver it and set it up for $75. And if you mention Coach Mac or Jake, I'm going to give you a free mattress protector. How about that? You will not get it unless you mentioned coach Matt now what's a what's a mattress protector what's that let's say this is important too. let's yeah. say you're watching tv let's say you have little kids and your right. baby wets the bed right. it won't hit your bed okay. but let's say you're watching tv and you get excited and you spill your coke in your bed <laughs> it won't hit your mattress <laughs> i thought you were thought you were gonna say you get excited and you wet the bed no, no that would never happen okay yeah no that never uh, happened Alema, that's no. happened for no you? no no uh, that's, why I, that's why I said you spill your coke. Yeah. That's, well, okay. Yeah. So, so there's, there's a mattress protector mm-hmm. and a mattress cover, right? Mattress cover, mattress protector. They're kind of synonymous. One is the same. The old mattress pads were kind of a protector. The new technology is really thin, so it doesn't take away. But it's waterproof guaranteed yeah. for 10 years. 
Yeah, but and the value, the value, but it on breathes this thing too. Like, one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah sorry, it's not like it's not like a plastic coating over it because it breathes. Because so that you're worried. Well, it's waterproof. What about you know? So one bed way breathable right? valve. It's it's amazing. So you get that for free just by mentioning Coach Mac or myself, Jake. How about that? Or Coach Mac. If you mention a lemma, we'll give you a sectional deal. Yes. How about uh, the Clayton sectional? The custom sectional normally. Uh, well, our competitor says seventeen ninety nine. We are fourteen ninety nine. I'm doing it on the Man Cave Show tomorrow, so we're going to honor it today. The Clayton sectional. You can choose nine different fabrics. You can choose different pillows. It's custom, made in Utah. Support local. It's important. Eleven ninety nine. That's wow. a deal. That is a great deal. All right, come Queen. on. Take advantage of it, 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. Thank you, Tom. We appreciate boom. you. Hey, I tell you what, Tom is a boom, a ba-boom, ba-boom. He's ba-boom, taking ba-boom, care ba-boom, of boom, He boom. loves our listeners, too, especially Football Friday. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about BYU and the college football playoff rankings. Coming in uh, first uh, poll at number 14, Alema, what was your reaction? I, I, can't, I can't make sense of it. I, I really can't. And I'm, I'm, I'm staring at it right now trying to make sense of how BYU is not somewhere in the top ten. Okay? Okay, you're in the well, AP Coaches Bowl. You're both at number eight, and then you show up at 14 here. Okay, so who, let's, let's, who, from 10 down, who are the teams? From 10 down, you got Oklahoma at 11, Indiana at 12, Iowa State at 6-2 and two at 13. Uh, but mind you, Oklahoma is 6-2 and two as well right. at number 11. Okay, and then BYU at nine and zero, nine and zero, won more games than anybody on this list. Well, I'll tell you what. After you know, I don't know if anybody watched the Texas Iowa State game today, which Iowa State won mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, Iowa State should definitely be a higher rank than they are. Well, they've lost to Louisiana. They, they, they lost though. two games already. Yeah, who did they lose to? Louisiana and A and M. Right back in the day. Right back back in the day. You could lose two games if you were playing a full season. Oh, you yeah. could lose two games. But in a shortened season like this, you lose two games, you're not in the top 25. The, okay, so so let's say, all right, you got Oklahoma at 11. Got Oklahoma at 11, Indiana at 12 at 4-1. and one. Right. Indiana's pretty good. Right? Iowa State at 6-2 and two at 13. So the other teams that are not are just outside of the top 10, all have losses. Two of them, two losses. Right. So, and then you got a team in, in the, in the you got teams in the top ten, like Georgia at five and two. Now I'm not I'm not going to complain about Georgia necessarily, but but to to me uh, again I'm still looking at it, still trying to make sense. Well, I think I think you know I've watched Georgia a couple of times. I think they're overrated. I don't think they're as, as good as advertised. I think they're good, but I don't think they I don't think they're top. This particular Georgia team is a top ten. Even team. if I, I'm not a mathematician, but even if you went mathematician on this at five and two, their winning percentage is probably the worst out of this group. Right. Here's here's the deal, though, and I've been telling Gordon this forever. You're trying to make sense of it rationally. Yeah. Uh, Gordon has been doing the same. Coach, I'm sure you are too. But here's the deal: they have to give one automatic bid to a G5 conference, which is Cincinnati or who well or whomever, but mm-hmm. not BYU. They are not going to give a second berth to somebody outside of the club because they don't have to and they they don't want to give BYU the full share the the full share that they would be splitting you know the if uh, the the 
If Cincinnati yeah. gets in, the American takes that dough yeah. and splits it with everybody, yeah. and Cincinnati gets a double cha- double share. Yeah. They are not going to give BYU the full share of that money, and they put them at 14 because they don't want to include them. Yeah. And so we say, oh, they deserve this and deserve that. That this, deserves it, got this, nothing this to do with it. This feels like Bull Alliance, right? And and uh, what was it, 94? All over again. Because Steve it's, Sarkeesian's team. It's the All same over people who run it. Uh, 96. 96, excuse Gordon, me. Gordon, we've talked about this forever. It's the same. The Bill uh, Hancock, it's the same guy. It's the same yeah, people running the system. Well, you, you, well this, is, this is what I look at as being one of the real indicators of, of what's going on is that none of the voters in the AP poll had the, the Cougars uh, at uh, worse than, I think, 13. Mm-hmm. None of them. Yeah. And there were like 60-some voters. Yeah, Everybody else had them up above that. And then all of a sudden this comes out, and the people are trying to justify their reasoning. And, of course, then it becomes somewhat clunky and, and, and silly. And so what Jake is saying is absolutely right. I do believe it, and uh, I've seen it with my own eyes now. The, the, the problem for me is that any of those other teams that you're talking about I think would be undefeated or very well could be undefeated had they played BYU schedule. Yes. So, so then it becomes complicated. Then to me, and this is what I think is happening with the AP voters, it becomes the eye test. And when BYU passes the eye test, that's where they shine. People mm-hmm. watch them play who have watched a lot of football and said what Mac has said a bunch on our football Fridays, and that is that BYU is really good. And you can tell by looking at them. But they're not going <laughs> to – you can't do it by the record because there are too many teams that I think would be 9-0 and right now had they played those nine teams. I, I, you know, I, I can appreciate that point. And, and 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 yes, you 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 put that into the mix, and like, well, what what would you know all, all of these other teams? What would their record be if they had BYU's schedule? But but do you do you add the eyeball test? You got a Heisman Trophy uh, type of player at, at your quarterback position, um, and then you go across across the board as skilled positions, defensive line, front seven, um, even your secondary for BYU, which is is traditionally just. You know, really, really porous. Um, they got some good athletes back there. The, the, this team is kind of the team that came together um, kind of at the wrong time. I'd love to see what they would have looked like against their regular schedule that, that Tom Holmo had put up. Me too. Well, they're, um, yeah, they're, right? their original schedule was really competitive. Yes. And I tell you what, if they could have came out of that schedule with, let's say, one loss, they would be, they would be probably – a top five or six. Team. Yeah, because although they, a lot of those teams do have losing records, but still they're they're marquee programs. Yeah, they're all they all got quality names. So. I I still I don't think if they had one loss with their original schedule, I don't think they're included. In the so, top so ten? No, or, in the in the or, New Year's or in six? the mix. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't the way they've set it up. I don't think well, unfortunately BYU has much of a chance. So okay, guys, what? What, what 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 do you think when I when I tell you that none of the AP voters have no, I, BYU as low as this committee put them at? None of them. And yeah. most of them have them considerably higher. Does that mean that this committee thinks it's smarter than everybody else who votes or do you think it just gets straight back to what Jake is saying that it wouldn't matter what BYU is doing they're not getting in? Yeah, I think I think it smacks of of a group that that 
I don't think they think they're better voters or have a better eye for football. They are purposely keeping BYU out when, as you mentioned, you got your AP voters. Nobody has them lower than 13. Most, and, and as you talked about, most of them have them have, have BYU in the top 10. Mm-hmm. And then they show up in this ranking at 14? That's absurd. It's just it's, yeah. it's absurd. So, so what's going to have to happen is is uh, BYU is going to have to pick up a game, and it's going to be against a quality opponent. It's going to have to be probably at that particular school's home stadium, and then they're going to have to win. That will get them to what? Maybe. Number eight, Mike. Number nine, probably still out of the six. Yeah, they, for sure, still out of the six. Probably out of the six, but they'll probably get move all the way up to, to probably eight. So I, I, when you look at that, because I'm almost guaranteeing, Jake, uh, you can chime in on this. There, even if they beat a, a Pac-12 team, a decent Pac-12 team, and add that game, then beat San Diego State, they're not in the top six. No, not I, you. You can't get there from fourteen. I, they won't be. They won't be in the top ten unless they play a team that's in the top six, which they're not. Which they're not going to yeah. get that. And but there's but, no team in the top six that would do that. But they're set up now okay, where so, they have one game left, where all these other teams have three okay, or four who, games who left. Are, so, who are the top six? Okay, Notre Dame, Alabama, mm-hmm. Clemson, Clemson, Texas A&M, Ohio State, State Ohio Texas State. A&M, Florida. Yep. Now, Florida. I think is a beatable football team. Well, they've, they've been beat one. this year, so yeah. they are beatable. I, I mean, I think I think I think Florida would do some stuff to beat themselves. A and M's been beat this year too. Yeah, and so those are two. So let's say let's say they could play A and M, which which would be the then if they beat A and M, which I think they could. That then somebody's going to say, well, they just beat A and M. So that puts them in, in a pretty good, pretty good. Well, yeah, that you know, Gordon, don't you think that 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 would be the 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 argument would be, well, you know, if they could have played A and M, and if they would have beat A and M, we would have put them in. It's not we're holding them out. We just we don't feel like you know the you know the record is is worthy of a top six you know ranking. Yeah. Oh, unmistakably, that's that's exactly what's going on here. Jake has absolutely convinced me that that is what's going on. And look, I I I, I look at the schedule just like they do, and I agree with some of the committee members that the schedule is really not really not up to snuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. But for them to 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 put down what BYU did against Boise State up at Boise is ridiculous to me. I mean, that, it's just like uh, Kalani said I, when they started making uh, that Barda guy started saying. Uh, well, they were the undermanned, and Kalani said, I didn't know their quarterback played uh, played pass defense or whatever. BYU scored 51 <laughs> points in that game and could have scored 70 if it wanted right. to. Yeah, and, and even if you can, well, but look at who they played, right? They had one game that was relatively close. Um, the, all but, I think, two games they've scored 40 or more. Three of those games they scored 50 or more. I, I, I mean, the, it's not like they took that schedule and, like, yeah, they got by. and you know, So they had a, a poor schedule. They took that poor schedule and they tore it in half. They yeah. just ripped apart teams the way that a good team should play against teams like well, that. that. That's been kind of my 
you know, I've, I've had a couple of arguments with different people, and I said, I said, look, yeah, the schedule's not great, but what they've done is they've beat these people handily, and they they beat them by at least three or four scores, and they did what they had to do, and they didn't have a letdown because they're playing a lesser opponent. They just went out and played good football. Yeah, they played good football in special teams, good football on offense, good football on defense, and 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 they're just they're just a really good football team. I mean, I mean, no matter how you look at it, they are a good football team. Okay, now I don't know how you compare them with with Alabama and Clemson and. Ohio State in that group. I don't know how they compare because we have we have. There's no way to make a comparison. Yeah. Except BYU's done done what they're supposed to do against the opponents they have, and and Homo's done like everybody knows an incredible job of putting. I mean, we were the only. I mean, I'm, I hate to say we. Yeah, no, coach. I, I, I feel I, you. Listen, we're together. You, me, no, the Cougars, I, we. No, I can't say that. You just I, did. I know. That was a, that was a mental error. <laughs> but, but I, 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 Austin, but, you know what to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep playing it. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Or at least hey, save Alema, it for the Alema, right time. He was wearing that BYU cap at practice the other day. Yeah, right. that's right. Oh, my God. I'm a BYU homer now. Apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hey, hey, hey. No, never happened, bro. All right. We'll talk uh, Utah-Washington coming up next. One of our mighty better friends at Bullfrog Spas, the unheard of Black Friday pricing. Oh, my Custom God. order the Bullfrog Spa of your dreams. Save up we. six grand well, off the MSRP <laughs> on the popular A-Series models today only. And they have uh, uh, today only, they also have a limited number of inventory spots available, but they go fast. So check out their factory stores at Salt Lake Orem, Harriman, North Ogden, Layton, Springville, Layton, and Bluffdale. Hello, no, hey, stop. No, 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 You're listening to another edition of Football Fridays with Alema Harrington and Ron McBride on The Big Show. Presented by Stonehaven Dental on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Almost done, like everybody knows, an incredible job of putting, I mean, we were the only, I mean, I hate to say we. Yeah, coach, I I, I feel you. We're together. You, me, the Cougars, we. No, I can't say that. You just did. I know, I was That was a mental error. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's Football Friday on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Coach Mack, Alema Harrington, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Mental error there, Well well done, Austin. A little bit of a mental error. It's all right. We can forgive you. I tell you what, I do like this BYU football team. Yes, they are good. I've said from the very beginning, when I watched them against Navy, I like their toughness. I like. The offensive and defensive front guys. I love the. I love that big running back. Yeah, he's a great player. Good team. I like. I want to give you know what I want to give a shout out to my man Harvey Unga, who's done a great job oh, with Harvey's the running done backs. Every, yeah. Hey, it's fantastic. Yo, yo, Harvey, what's up, dude? What's up, Harvey? <laughs> hey, Harvey, you got yourself a real job, Tip my brother. You royalty. <laughs> yeah. You were, hey, you went from a GA to a real guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, Utah has Washington. I want to get to, we haven't hit on it all day, so I want to get some thoughts from uh, from everybody. But uh, let's start with you, Coach. How hard would it be to kind of have an idea of what team you're playing on Monday and then know what team you're playing on Wednesday and have to get on a plane to get to Seattle by Saturday night? Well, first of all, uh, Washington is a, is a really a good opponent, and they are really good on that field, you know, up there. And it, regardless of fans or not fans, uh, and you know what you get with Wash with whoever is the head coach there. You know what you get. You know you're going to get a really good defense that plays gap tech technique really well. They're really physical. You get a their their back end guys have always been been good really good players. Their offensive line is is uh, is bigger than it's been in the past and. They do. They've done a great job in the past of of of, of, of whatever your weakness is they, on they the defensive front. It, blocking scheme wise, they figured out. Okay, mm-hmm. here's here's what we need to attack. Here's where the weakness is, and this is what we're going to go after. So they're good at at figuring out. Okay, blocking scheme wise. Okay, what are we going to do? We know. So everybody knows kind of what Utah's defense is going to do. You know, they're going to start in one front, but they're always going to end up in an under kind of look regardless of wherever they line up. So all you got to do is make sure that you understand where it starts and where it's going to end and how you pick the stuff up and then figure out what the weaknesses are. And um, and they'll have done a good job of, of, of doing that. And they're they're fairly – Washington is fairly conservative in their approach to – football you know they'd rather win a game 21 to 13 than win a game 56 to 54 because they're they're in and the head coach is a defensive coach yeah jimmy lake mm-hmm. jimmy lake and a proven commodity because everybody likes what he's done over the years that reminds me uh, mac of that uh Pac-12 championship game a couple of years ago, and what was Absolutely. the score in that? Like ten to six or so. I forget. But uh, yeah, the one the ball came off the back end of the guy's foot and up to the DB, and he scored. Yep. You know, mm. and, and that, that was Sinosi, uh, uh, I think, the kid ended up playing playing up at Utah State his last year. Oh yeah, Coc Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or Coc Mariner, yeah, I guess. Coc Mariner. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. And and. Uh, and Sios is really a good kid, you know, but just was one of those, you know, one of those things. Hard luck I wonder, plays, I yeah. wonder if Utah will be able to get itself completely organized, guys. Do you think they can make that kind of difference in such a short period of time to be able to win a game like this against a team like the Huskies? I, that that would be something to see. That would be that would be the kind of progress that they need to make this year. Because really, with so few games, I really think, and I've written a column about this, but I believe that's what this is useful for for the Utes. Just put this thing together. They're not going to win the championship this year. So just make progress. And I normally would not say this, but in this particular case, we're going to play, what, four or five games maybe. Well, they, and, you know, put your, organize yourself. Get yourself ready for next year. Don't be surprised if, if Utah doesn't win this game. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me because I think they're very capable of doing it. Um, you know, like – Washington's best two receivers are from from the state of Utah, yep. and uh, the one kid played at Provo High School, and the other one played at Orem High School, and they're both really good receivers. 
but the kid that played that that uh, uh, that played at at Provo, I saw him at least three times when he was in high school, and he he didn't look like he had great top end speed. Yeah, but he's been really good. He's been really a productive player for them, but he's never been the featured guy. Now he's more of a featured guy, and and so that's that that's interesting you say because on the other end, Puka has Puka Nakua, the, the kid from Orem, has good top end speed and has yeah. always been the featured, featured guy. guy. Yeah, and exactly. and every game makes a a play where you go, he just what just ha-? like he what. I mean, he's that type of player, right? right? Yeah, he's he's a he's an oh my god guy. Yeah. In other <laughs> yeah. words, in other words, you don't you don't need to watch him for a long time to figure out, hey, I'm gonna do everything I can do to recruit that kid. Yeah. And just think, now it went down to I think between SC and 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 Washington and Utah, I believe. Yeah. Now let's say if he was with that other group of four at SC and he was number five. I mean, those. I mean, they got, they got freaks on the outside. Mm-hmm. They do. I mean, and then you look at, look at the, look at what the guys that have played there that are playing in the NFL, how good they are in the NFL. You go from Woods to, to, the guy that, the, the big guy that's playing now is for. Well, you've got Juju Smith-Schuster for, yeah, uh, Juju, for Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and then the Woods kid, and that all, all those kids, you know. And they all, most of them came out of Sarah High, Sarah High School, if I remember right, which is which is a small Catholic school, but with a lot of speed. And uh, I'm going to say this, Coach, it'll be real tough for Utah to come off a game where they had poor ball security, where they they did not play well on the offensive line. Um, to to go up against a team that's got some confidence rolling at two and zero. Okay, at well, their place. Okay, well, I'm I'm making a prediction here. Okay, okay. U- Utah wins. How about that? You heard it from Coach Mack. Utah uh, wins. Hey, I'm a big believer. <laughs> what's, I'm a big, uh, what's, I'm a big what, believer in the red team. What, yeah. what, what's the, what's the score, Mack? What do you what do you how do you think it's going to go? Twenty four eighteen. Okay, 24-18, Utah on top. I'm not going to argue with the coach. I'll nope. go with what he says. All right, now, we're here at hey, the where- so And, and w- can we say we? Or- <laughs> <laughs> You're already committed, coach. We hey, are the here at the hey, hey, blue hey, team. But, but, <laughs> hey, but I am, hey, I'm a Sitaki guy. That's right. Hey, and, and I, hey. And I'm a Polynesian guy. <laughs> yes, so, you are. Hey, so. I think the coach sitting next to me all these weeks in a row, the blue here is rubbing off on him. I'm with yeah, you're yeah. going with the well, we. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I love great. I love good football. Yeah. And I got to tell you I, a story, coach. Okay, go ahead. I got engaged to my wife, and she grew up a big BYU fan. I grew up a Utah fan. So we agreed that we went down to the BYU Utah game at BYU. And I would wear blue, yeah. and she would wear red. Yeah. So we got down there, and as soon as we got there, the blue came off, and I had red underneath. Yeah. Okay. Her blue, came, her red came off, and she had blue underneath. So we didn't even discuss it; it just happened. Just naturally. Naturally happened. Kindred spirits. Naturally happened. So I, I, I've always loved Utah athletics. So just out of curiosity. But because of my children. Just out of curiosity, who won, blue. who won that game? Who won that game where you wore the red 
I, I mean, I think I might know the answer to this question. I'd just like to hear you say it. Who won Did that Did they game? lose any games in, two, in 1984? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. Now we know. Hey, Dilemma was on that team. <laughs> That's my point, Dilemma. Did they lose any games that year? No. Hey, I've, now, now you're going to bring out my true colors because I, I spent like, like – Coach, were, you remember that year, 84, where I, BYU went undefeated? Yes. Okay, that, we're but, done. But, hey, we're talking furniture now, folks. Overrated. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Well, we better oh, put a rate. Let's hey, talk some furniture. I just heard a That's boom, a, just a boom, boom right there. Boom. What kind hey, of booms you got? If they were overrated and beat Utah like yeah. they did very easily, what was Utah that year? Overrated. Utah. Uh, overrated. <laughs> yeah, oh, so. okay, I understand who he's talking about. Now. <laughs> so, so, but uh, – you know, there was 21 years, which which was, and then 19 of them belonged to BYU. But now, you know, and like I wouldn't I, you love to see them play this year, Coach? Yeah, I would have loved to see them play this year. It would be so fun. Whoever wins, it would just be fun. It would be. It would but, be I, but hey, the only reason we're having this conversation is because the man that's sitting in that seat right there turned that thing around up on the hill. And, yeah. and now we are where we are. Exactly. Yeah, because my my dislike <laughs> for the hey, I know how much he loved Lavelle. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's Absol- nothing but love. Ab- there Absol- is Absol- nothing but it, love. Yeah. You got, so it now has him cheering for Kalani. <laughs> yes. Well, well, but I can remember back when when you know I remember those days. Yes, you do. And, and, and <laughs> they were and that, painful for that was a. Huge oh. <laughs> passion of mine when I was fortunate enough to come back here as the head coach because, you know, I wanted a piece of the people yeah. down south because, you know, they treated us like we were their their stepkids or something. So yeah, That's the case for 19 years, though. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure that that love that uh, – Max says he had for Lavelle. I'm yeah. not sure Lavelle was feeling that over the first no. few years you <laughs> no. were beating him. But then, but then he came to respect you, Mac, in a way that was uh, pretty cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know anybody who Lavelle didn't genuinely care about. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Can you think of anybody? <laughs> but he coached my dope too well. Yeah. I, I didn't say love. I said care about. Yeah. Well, there were there were there were a couple of Utah coaches he didn't like at all. <laughs> and he would say, "Oh, that guy." <laughs> okay, we're gonna do. Tom, what do you got? We're gonna do a Utah special, first time ever, because we want Utah to destroy Washington tomorrow. Okay. So we're going to do a Utah special, and we're going to do this on the Clayton sectional. Okay. This is the custom sectional. They're down the street yeah. at seventeen ninety nine. We're going to do it. Your choice. Nine fabrics to choose from. You can you can even choose up. To, there's five different accent pillow fabrics yeah. you can choose. We're going to do it instead of seventeen nine. We're talking custom furniture yeah. made in Utah, not seventeen ninety nine. Three days only. Eleven ninety nine. That's the Utah special. Wow. Awesome. Okay. Unbelievable. Take so, advantage of it. Great Come on deal. down. 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake, 86 East, University Parkway in Orem. Price is so low to blow your mind. It, it's easy. Just go up, up 21st and turn right on 3rd West, and you'll see the— you'll, Right across the street from Costco. Right across the street from Costco. And right now you'll see the 1280 truck out there. Yep. Can't miss it. And you'll see my red car. 
Uh-huh. The blue car. <laughs> At least for the yeah. moment. Uh, coach, thank you very much. We'll see you next oh, week. Dilemma, yeah. it's yes. good to see you finally. Hey. Good to be back. Hey, and I like that you got your hair shampooed <laughs> and everything. It's looking good. All, All right. right. That's the best that's the best you've looked in a month. More big show next, <laughs> 97.5 and twelve eighty of the zone.